Welcome to Clark County Today. I'm your host, David Medor. Our guest today is Rich Litke. Rich is a kind of our claim to fame here for Clark County. You are an, an amazing master greeter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I, I gotta tell you, I'm in the trades business, a professional handyman, and they have uh, master journeymen and uh, electricians, uh, carpenters, plumbers, and I thought, you know, I ought to be a master greeter. And so I just titled myself master greeter. Didn't have to go to school for it. And I told my friends, I'm master greeter rich. And they said, you're the master. <laughs> so I'm master greeter rich. So when you, when, when people come into, for instance, you're, you have a, a large role in, in your church, right? When people come in and you are <laughs> the one to greet them. And you've been there for many years, right? I've been in the church for about 40 years. But I have a particular door that I've greeted at every Sunday since 1999. Every Sunday since 1999? Yes, except when I might be on vacation. But I go out and give seminars, but I don't give any on Sunday so that I'm back. I, I give them Saturday. I fly back Saturday night, and I'm in my church Sunday morning to greet people. So what you do is you, people, when people come to church, they want to be able to have somebody remember them. They want to be able to be warmly greeted, have yes. hospitality that they are noticed. And, and you have developed that art, that skill to be able to engage with people and remember their names. Like, yes. <laughs> well, way beyond what, what mortals can normally do, right? <laughs> and the key to that, Dave, is to re just learn a few every week. So anybody that walks in that I don't know, I say, hi, my name's Rich, and I get their name. And when they walk away, I write their name down on a card. And then I transfer that name into a notebook like this. This is one I've had for about 2005, and I've got over 3,000 names in this <laughs> book about. So it's okay to write names down. Yes, you, you do it when, after they've gone, you've got a, a clear spot. But I review a year's worth of names every Sunday morning. So I'm going back to the last. So refreshment months. is a refreshment. important part of that. Definitely. Definitely, yes. Most people make the mistake of greeting, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so, and immediately that name goes away. What are they doing wrong? Let me take it this way. Most greeters, they, good morning, good morning, good morning, and they treat everyone like vanilla, you know? Vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. <laughs> and I say, people want to be greeted by their name. Mm -hmm. So they, Good morning, Tutti Frutti, because <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> Good morning, Pistachio Nut. Oh, and your wife, Hazelnut, how do you do? And your daughter, Banana Nut. <laughs> and your son, Wally Nut. And people want to be greeted by their name. So I just learn a few every week and am ready to say their name. And go ahead. You've developed over the years different patterns and way, tips that, that uh, you can we can all use to pick up on what you've learned and honed over the years. Yes. Uh, you've written something that, uh, can you show us what you've written yes. here? You've written a, uh, a small book. This is uh, How to Be a Master Greeter, and including the 11 actions that build a friendlier church. Uh -huh. And this has sold over uh, 17,000 copies now. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And how do people get a hold of that? Through my webpage, mastergreeter.com. 
mastergreeter.com. They can go to that webpage. They can learn about you, your techniques, and the book if they want to be able to uh, become better at remembering people's names. Yes, yes. When did you write that book? I think uh, 2004. It was, it was my first printing. And the principles outlined in that, the techniques outlined in that, are something we can all use. Yes, right. Let me talk about how to remember names. There, there are two basic ways, and I've mentioned one. When you meet a person and you have a chance, write down their name and then write down a brief description about that person. Tall, bald, so that when you review that name, the name won't give you a description, but if you look at the description that you've written, oh, now I remember. Association. Association, that way. And then reviewing that. But the other way, I've said that I can meet 50 people with intervals between them so I can review and remember about 45 names. These are first names. And you, I've learned to do that by welding a person's name with something about them. And you, you weld it through imagination and exaggeration. Because you can put names into three categories. And you've mentioned one, association. All of them are really association. But first category is names you're familiar with. And then second is names that are something. And the third is names you can make sound or look like something. Now, when I came in here today, your receptionist, she introduced herself as Shirley. And immediately I thought of Shirley Temple. That's a name I'm familiar with. So I, in my imagination, my exaggeration, I turned her into Shirley Temple. I was in Hollywood. This, uh, this is so unique, I thought. I met a gal coming into the church. She had black hair, a young lady, and she said, my name's Marilyn. And here goes my imagination and my exaggeration. <laughs> I said, look here, I have met Marilyn Monroe in Hollywood, and she now has black hair. <laughs> and the more I can exaggerate it to myself, the easier I will be to remember it. So it was a name I was familiar with, then I used my imagination exaggeration and met Marilyn, and that's how I remembered her name. So the exaggeration could be of facial features, of just different things that pop out. I, I think of those individuals that sketch uh, the, what, what do you call those artists that amplify your facial features? Caricatures? Yes. Something so you like kind of do that in your own mind yes. with them. Uh -huh. It's the exaggeration and the imagination that really creates the weld. Hmm. Makes it much easier to remember. Then there are names that are something. I met today here in the studio, Miles. Well, Miles is something. And I just pictured him as miles and miles of road. And then that's, uh, there's another one, for instance, if you, if a gal told me her name was Wendy, and this happened last weekend in, in Alabama when I was giving a seminar there, she had real tight curls. And in my mind, when she said her name was Wendy, I just, in my mind, I blew her hair. Wendy. Wendy, <laughs> yes. Her hair didn't move a bit, but <laughs> when I saw her again, that curly hair, that's Wendy. So, Names are something, and you, you just use your exaggeration and imagination on that. And then you can make names look like or sound like something. So if a gal came in and she said her name was Nancy, I would look 
at a feature of her, maybe earrings or maybe the dress or something, and I would, I would chew on that and I'd say, oh, there's Fancy Nancy. Take a feature, weld it with making it sound like something, using imagination and exaggeration. So this art that you've developed, these techniques that you developed, you're applying it, you're here, here in Clark County, but you're also traveling all over the place, uh, the, the nation, I guess, to be able to teach others how to remember names. Yes. Right? How did that get started? It started because of my book. People found out about it, and, and I would write churches and tell them about it, and they would order the book. And then they'd say, well, you come out and give a seminar. So I've been from Alaska to Key West, Florida, to Grand Cayman, Singapore, and 19 states in the United States, giving these seminars. And it's a delight because they pay for the flight, they pay for the hotel, <laughs> and I love giving a seminar. Everybody wins. They get, to, they, they get the ability to remember names. You get to do what you love to do, and you get paid besides. Yes, right, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. What, what a deal. That, that works out great. Well, you're representing you, your, your little hometown here, and you're making the world a better place. That's great. You know, you mentioned hometown. When I go, I say I'm from the Portland, Oregon area. Because if I say I'm from Vancouver, Washington, I'm at the top of the state. Yes. <laughs> so I always have to clarify. I'm in the Portland, Oregon Bottom area. of the state. Yeah. Clark County, Washington. <laughs> right. You have uh, a 11 actions that build a friendlier church. Uh, what is that? How do you, and how do you apply that to business? 11 actions to build a friendlier church is a way that church members can put together the principles, do the principles of making someone feel more at home at the church. And I have these, these actions that I teach that help them to remember the principle. And I'm going to teach you. I want you to go with me. Okay, I'll go with okay. you. Okay. The first is pray for new people. All right. And so you, you repeat that. Okay, pray for new people. Whenever we want to be serious about something in the church, we pray about it. So that's where we start. So you ask the Lord to bring people in to make, and make them feel at home. Yes, and, and I tell people, you know, I don't pray a whole lot. I don't have long prayers. I just have a lot of faith. And so I say to the Lord, Lord, bring them in and bring them back. And that's pretty much my prayer because I'll do the homework to remember their names. So with me, pray, pray for, for new, new people. people. Look for the unknown. <laughs> I saw that pause. Yeah. Look for the unknown, Look okay. The unknown. Because <laughs> normally when we go to church, we're looking for our friends. So notice those people that are new. Notice those okay. people that are there for the first time to make sure you make them feel welcome and comfortable. Yes, yes. See, often we go to our friends to take care of our friendship needs. And here's a stranger standing there by themselves. They have friendship needs, and we ignore them. Mm. And I say, look for the unknown. Mm. Our pastor says it this way. At the end of the church, he normally says something like this. Meet somebody new and be really nice to them because they just might turn out to be your next best friend. <laughs> That's good. Very good. And you want to make them that best friend. Yes. yes. So with me, pray, pray for, for new people. people. Look, look for, for the unknown. unknown. Be the first to reach out. Be the first. 
to reach out. So you need to be proactive. You need to yes. take the initiative, be right. aggressive. If you expect that new person to come to you first, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. In fact, if that new person came up and started talking to you, introduced themselves, and you'd think, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm the regular around here. Are you trying to take over the church? <laughs> I've seen this. I've, I have felt this. I've done it in churches myself. <laughs> well, so, you encourage it, right? Because some people are a little more extrovert than others. Some people find it easier. And it's, it's, it's just easier for because most people aren't that, uh, take that in, initiative. And yes. when somebody goes into a new place, they kind of go in and observe. And it's really warm reception for them to be able to have someone come up, introduce themselves, learn their name, remember yes. them, notice them. Yes. that's. And the reason you're doing that, I have this little picture I tell people. I see a new person as an ice cube with a red cherry in it. And it's my job. Well, the ice cube represents all the the uncertainties they have about church and this church and will I be met nicely. And so my job as a greeter is to make them feel at home, feel warm, comfortable in the church. Mm -hmm. So that gospel that comes from the pulpit and the worship team can reach into that cherry heart. Ah. So mm -hmm. I'm there to make them feel at home. Yeah. And this doesn't just apply to church. This applies to people that we've, we meet and in gatherings, people in, in business, yes. for us to be able to recognize that they're significant and mm -hmm. you notice them. Yes. It's, a, it's exactly. kind of a small feeling when you go someplace and you feel like nobody noticed. Yes, yes. You haven't connected. Uh-huh, right. So, let's go here. Okay. Pray, Pray for, for new people, people. Look, look for, for the, the unknown. unknown, be the first to reach out. Be the first to reach out, okay. Do it with enthusiasm. Enthusi is that enthusiasm? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's the best I can come up with. <laughs> but, enthusiasm, okay. <laughs> but I find that in the churches where I teach this, they come in church, the greeters come into church Sunday morning, and to each other they're going, <laughs> that's our little secret that's code. That's the enthusiasm. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> Remind them, hey, do it with enthusiasm. <laughs> I have a, a fellow in my church, a young man, that I don't want to describe him too clearly, but you wouldn't think that this young man would be in church. You'd think he'd be doing drugs or something. And one day he said, after church, he said, Rich, would you drive me home, which is just a few blocks away. And on the way he says, Rich, I like you because you're always excited to see me. And I think that's an illustration of do it with enthusiasm. Yes, I think of the significance that we have with each other, the influence that we have. We don't realize the significance that we have, the influence we, that we have with each other. We can encourage someone, and there are so many people that are not connected, uh, and j just one person who notices, and they can build a relationship with, with them, they make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I think of life as the big R. Everything is about relationships. That has to do yes. with, with business, has to do with meetings, has to do with all of our interactions. If we don't get the relationship part right, what, what, what are we here for? Yes. Now, all the rest is fluff in comparison. Mm -hmm. there are, what brings meaning to everything else, really, is the relationships. And so what you're doing is you're, you're making that initial connection with people. You're recognizing their uniqueness, that they are an individual, and they're being noticed. And that warmth goes a long way. It goes a long way. I have this little formula. Name equals friend. 
If you learn a person's name and they learn yours, you're now friends. You can meet them anywhere, I say anywhere in the walls of the city mm -hmm. and start a conversation mm -hmm. with them. And when I say walls of the city, I don't mean Walmart and Walgreens only. Okay. <laughs> anywhere, you can start up a conversation. Mm -hmm. Again, then the formula goes a little farther. Name equals friend equals influence. Mm -hmm. Because I know your name and you know mine, mm -hmm. we have more of an influence on each other. Yeah. So that relationship, that engagement, that makes us more of a community Definitely. when we know each other, and to the, even to the, the small degree of just recognizing each other's names yes. in the associations. It's, it's good that you have your, a little bit of characteristics written about each person. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I expect that there are people that you've met, met over and over and over again, and you're, you're not only getting to know them, but they're, they're recognizing that you're a unique individual yourself and your yes. ability to, you care about people, and you're not just doing this to be able to build a name for yourself. Oh, you're no, doing something no. to be able to have model for others how they can recognize and they can engage in, in a much more meaningful way with each Definitely. other. I had a, a father come to me Sunday morning. He's been in the church almost a year, and he says, Rich, I want to thank you and I thought, what's he going to thank me for? He said, from the first time we came to this church, you got to know me and my family by name. And every Sunday, you greeted us by name. And we're moving away to California. And I wanted to thank you mm -hmm. for what you've done for my family in this church. So you made a difference. He made a difference. People noticed that. Yes. And yes. hopefully, you've made an impression on him so that we're when they finally get to their new home in California, that they'll see you as a model and they think, I'm going to do that. Yes. I'm going to engage with people. So it's, you're modeling it not only to just simply engage with people yourself, but you're also helping them. You're serving as an example so they can do that with others, so that we can do that with other people. We mm -hmm. can notice who they are, look them in the eyes. Let me, let me, let me just handshake see what I'm going to. Okay, I noticed that. You've got a firm handshake, no dead fish. Well, you that, made eye contact there. <laughs> let me go a little farther okay. of how I teach. All right. uh, use two hands. The second hand shows more affection. Yeah, that's right. That's warmth. Uh -huh. This is right. I accept you. Now, let's say I'm just learning your name. I say, hi, my name's Rich. And the natural response is, my name is David. David. Now, let's say I didn't get your name. I'll say, tell me again. <laughs> and then you, you end say, up getting the refresh, David. David. Mm -hmm. And say I didn't get it the second time. I'll say, will you spell it for me? <laughs> and I have them spell it out. And if I don't get it, I'll get you another time. You know? uh, I expect you've come across individuals, and I've done this many times. I think, now, see, what's their name? What is their name? And I think, now, how did you spell your name? D-A-N. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, it cats out of the bag. I just didn't remember. <laughs> I want to pick up on that. People think that when you meet someone, they won't give you their name. I've met over 6,000 people visiting my church in here in Vancouver over the years. Six would not tell me their names. Only six out of 6,000. People will... So it's the exception. It's a great, rare exception that yes. they don't want to tell your name. Yes. And one fellow said, I'm incognito. <laughs> okay. And he probably was. He was bearded, and he could have been a pastor or worker in another church, and he didn't want people to recognize him. 
And I've always thought, if I see him again, I'm like, well, good morning, Mr. Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to here. Okay. We'll get, we'll get to right. these 11 eventually. Pray, Pray for new people. For new people. Look, look for, for the, the unknown. unknown. Be the first to reach out. Be the first to respond. To, uh, reach out. Reach out. Reach out. Okay. Do it with, with enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Hi, my name is. And then you, do, you engage with a handshake. Yes. And you introduce your name first. Yes. And they will normally respond back. With their name. Mm -hmm. I call this the universal greeting. The reason a lot of people don't reach out is they don't know how to do it. And this works. I use that everywhere I go. Hi, my name is Rich. Mm -hmm. Then I wait for them to respond. Mm -hmm. So this gives a lot of people confidence because they, they know now how to do it where they haven't been taught that. You know, I'm thinking that quite often, kids don't know how to greet. Uh, young people, teenagers, quite often don't know how to greet, especially with the texting and all. They're, they're, oh, sometimes yeah. they, they're so used to, to this that they say, hi, hi. Oh. And uh, I would encourage parents to be able to teach their kids how to greet people, which means you teach your, your boy, your girl, your, your son, your daughter, how to shake hands. Go ahead and shake my hand. Yeah. Firm and a lot of a lot of kids they don't know to look when you shake hands this connection means you make this connection eye contact yes. and a lot of kids won't make eye contact right and for parents to, to encourage their kids okay let me show you let's, let's practice it and practice a couple times with them and make sure that they know how to do that because that doesn't come natural a lot of kids they yeah. don't know unless no. they're shown and it's kind of a fun thing I like to do when I when I meet a young person uh, a kid of any age. I like to shake their hands, and I'll notice right away whether or not they have been taught how to handshake and mm -hmm. how to make eye contact. Because that speaks of confidence, it speaks of engagement, it speaks that I'm connecting with you, and that first impression is, is uh, important. Yes, yes. I have parents who come through with their children, and they'll say, now, shake Rich's hand, look him right in the eye, and, and you see the change in the children mm -hmm. after they've done this. I have even two-year-olds that come in and <laughs> high-five <bump>. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have often have middle schoolers that I have greet with me, mm -hmm. and I, I tell them, look them right in the eye now. And I'm, I'm really building their self-confidence mm -hmm. of how to interact with adults. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's go back here. Pray, Pray for, for new people. people. Look, look for, for the, the unknown. unknown. Be the Be first, first to, to engage or reach out. Reach out. Do it with, with enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Hi. And then my name is. Hi, my name is. Okay, got it. All right, let's do that again here. Oh, you going to add another one? I've got They're six gonna more to go. Well. <laughs> we're going to see how well you do here. You got a, these, are these 11? We're going to look at the 11 yes, of these steps. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so, hi, my name is, and then this one, listen for the name. Listen, which means you're tuning in. Listen yes, for yes. the So these are actions that go with it. So yes. when you're walking through here, People can actually mentally connect these steps so that they can get this. Yes. <laughs> so uh, kids learn by actions. Us uh, adults, we kind of leave that behind. But that association is an important part of learning. Yes, definitely. I, I'm so happy that I can teach 11 points in a few minutes, and you'll remember 11 points. We'll see how well I do. <laughs> <laughs> so listen for, I had a gal. <laughs> She says, Rich, how do you remember so many names? And I, I said one word, focus. Yeah, concentration. Con Pay I attention. listen. I listen for Miles' name and Jordan's name. 
and the people I've met here. Mm -hmm. I focus in on, listen for the name. All right, beginning. All right. Pray, Pray for, for new people. New people. Look, Look for the, the unknown. Be, be the first to reach out. Do it, do it with enthusiasm. enthusiasm. Hi, my, my name, name is. Listen, listen for the name. For the name, okay. Repeat it more than twice. Repeat, Repeat it more, it than, more twice. than twice, okay. So if I met you, hi, my name more is than Rich. Twice. That's at least three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Rich. And my name is David. David, pleased to meet you, David. Have you been coming That's long to twice. the church, David? <laughs> That's three times. Okay, you're refreshing it with, in your own mind, and that is something that, you know, I'm thinking that, do people notice when you say it more of their name like three times in a row like that? No, because of the way I say it. Because I'll just drop it in there. Have you been coming to the church long, David? And then uh, I would say, yeah, I've been about four years. Yes, great, Dave. <laughs> I'm glad to meet you, Dave. <laughs> so See, I just drop it in five, there. Yep. Yes. Yep, yep. And I'm not saying it for you. You're saying it for. I'm saying it for Rich. Yeah. You're you're I, in, 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 uh, impressing it into your memory. Yes. But I wonder if those individuals that are hearing you say that they pick up and they think, you know what, Rich was your name, and maybe they're thinking, I better start repeating. Your name. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that happen? Yes. And that usually they're doing it to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> And it makes it fun and it works. Yes, right. So, so we're partway through say, here. Say it, we say it more, more than twice. twice. Let's go here. Pray for new people. Look for the unknown. Be the first to reach out. Do it with enthusiasm. <laughs> Hi, my name is. <laughs> Listen for the name. Repeat it more than twice. Okay. Introduce one to another. Introduce one to another. In other words, if there are more people, if, if there's, you got one individual there who you've just met them, mm -hmm. and you're introducing to someone else. Yes, yes. So you help them engage not only engage not only to, with you, but you help them to connect with someone else. Right. You want to expand their friendships. Mm -hmm. We used to give a, a dinner on, on Wednesday night before we had classes in the church, mm -hmm. and. I would get in line for the dinner, and I'd make sure I knew the person in front and the person in front of them. Then I made sure they knew each other, because I never assumed two people in my church know each other. Because mm -hmm. chances are they may not. And then I do the same with the people behind me, get to know them. Then I cross-pollinate this way, make sure everybody around me knows each other. Actually, that's very significant. Not, ma not many people think of that, but it's actually a very good way to help people engage with people. A uh, friend, Randy Grove, he does that, that's his gift. He, I, I watch him, he introduces uh, me, when, when he greets me, he, he introduces me to someone else and to someone else and hooks them up. And so it's a very good practice. Yes, yes. Because people want to become known and acquainted in church and that's how you help them to become known and acquainted. Huh. I noticed our tablecloth's all reaching off here. <laughs> We're getting too excited here. Too much <laughs> enthusiasm. <laughs> well, pray for new people. Look for the unknown. Be the first to reach out. Do it with enthusiasm. <laughs> enthusiasm, of course. Hi, my name is. Listen for the name. Repeat it more than twice. Introduce <laughs> one to another. Tell people you appreciate them. Okay. And. I was in North Carolina and gave a seminar, and a gal came up to me afterwards, and she said, you know, I have a problem with depression. And mm. if more people in the church told me they appreciated me, I wouldn't have such a problem. Mm. And here's one, Dave. 
this just, I've, I'm still dumbfounded about this. I have a card that I hand people that says, I appreciate you. I got on an airplane and the stewardess was there and I handed her this card, I appreciate you. And she said, I've never been told that. Mm. And I, I still find that hard to believe. She's in the service of other people on that plane. She said, I've never been told that I was appreciated. Mm. Mm. You never know, but somebody needs your appreciation. A little bit of thoughtfulness goes a long way. Yes, yes. Pray for new people. Look for the unknown. Be the first <laughs> to reach out. Do it with enthusiasm. Hi, my name is. Listen for the name. Repeat it more than twice. Introduce one to another. Tell people you appreciate them. And then snap your fingers. Tell people they are missed. They are missed. Tell people. Why would you tell them they're missed when they're just arriving? <laughs> well, you, you tell them through other people. I, a husband comes in and the wife isn't there. You say, your wife's home? Tell her I missed her. So if they're not there and you see the other, the people who know them, then, okay, so you're not telling the person you're greeting that yeah. I miss you. Well, <laughs> Or you missed you because they weren't there previously. Yes. Uh -huh. so I missed you, you last that. Sunday. Mm. And this is real effective. Let's say you brought a guest last Sunday. Mm -hmm. This Sunday that guest isn't with you. Mm -hmm. I'll say, Dave, tell Mary that I missed her. You go to Mary, and I've given you a reason to go back to her and talk about church. You go back and say, Mary, you remember that greeter that met you? He remembered your name, and he told me to tell you that he missed you. <laughs> and Mary's thinking, missed me? I was only there once, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and you remembered my name? When I'm not at my church, they miss me. <laughs> so tell it's people. It's part of belonging. It's a, yes, make them feel like they're a part of something. Yeah. yeah, we all need that. We all need that, right. So one more time. Okay. Pray for new people. Look for the unknown. Be the first to reach out. Do it with enthusiasm. <laughs> Hi, okay. my name is. Listen for the name. Repeat it more than more twice. More than twice. Okay. Introduce one to another. Tell people you appreciate them. Tell people they are missed. And share your praises and prayer requests. The reason you do that is because it, it moves the church up to a different level where people are communicating more on what's going on in their lives. So it gives an opportunity for them to say what's going right or what they need help with. Yes. With how they, because that's, that's really connecting the heart. Right. Which is uh, more than a name. Yes. You're probing into a relationship that, that says, I care. I mm -hmm. care about what's going on in you your life. You don't know how many people I've asked to pray for me for this hour. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> and, and that's what I do. And because I do that, people now come to me with their prayer requests. Mm. And that's what you want to do, is to form a bond with each other on the need level mm. in your mm -hmm. church yeah. and see the Lord act. Yeah. For some time, I, I wonder, why do people pray? Are we informing God of something? Of course not. Are we providing some, are, are we the ones that make it happen? No, he's the one that make it happen. God doesn't need us. He doesn't, he's fully self-sufficient. But it's quite amazing to me that because of his love, that he has chosen to work through people and say, I'm going to hold off until you ask. 
because I want you to be a part of that process. You ask, now you release me to be able to do what I want to do all along. That's why we pray, because mm -hmm. he wants us to be engaged in that process. He cares about people, he wants us to care about people. Right. When we pray, that says, hey, I care. And now we're partnering with him in a way that is on a higher level. Mm -hmm. It's a level of love. And, and it builds your faith and it builds my faith mm -hmm. when we share with each other and see God answer. So let's walk it through one more time here. I'll okay. Bring, I'm going to let you be the vocal part because I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> I, I noticed you dropped off the wagon here. How smart of me. <laughs> okay. Pray for new people. Look for the unknown. Be the first to reach out. Do it with that stuff, you know, enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. I gotta... <laughs> Hi, my name is. Listen for the name. Repeat it more than twice. Introduce one to another. Tell people you'll appreciate them. Tell people they are missed. That's a, okay. And share your praises and prayer requests. That's great. The 11 actions that build a brand to your church. And those simple little actions will help us to remember each of those steps to take us from not knowing each other at all to the point where we've engaged, we know their name, and we know a little bit about them, we know that we care, and that they can connect with us. Yes. And, yes. and beyond that, you can connect them with others, with others also. So they right. become, you expand this circle. That's right. That's right. That's healthy human relations, uh, part of relationship. And you're doing a very important part of that. So thank you, thank you for taking that initiative, learning how, modeling how for the rest of us, and help us to be able to make our community a little warmer yes. where we care about each other. Can I take it to another step? It's not another action here. Dave. Okay. You don't have to worry I'm about safe. it. <laughs> but my desire next is to take this into business. I've realized, and, and I think you realize this too, we have allowed ourselves to become a number. We walk into a business, they are friendly to us, they take our order and say, you're 362. You're not a person, you're 362. And so you go sit down, then pretty soon they call your number, 362, just like in prison. And I wanna change it from a friendly place to a friend's place. Hmm. So when the, you come into the restaurant, they introduce themselves, hi, I'm Shirley, and I give my name. And from then on, I am rich to that person. Rich will have your order in just a few minutes. When they make the order, they call Rich or they deliver it to Rich. Oh, okay. And you become a person. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you teach this clerk how to remember names. Mm -hmm. So the next time I walk into that restaurant, hi, Rich, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And that's my next goal, my expansion, my next expansion. I want to make Vancouver a more friend place. Yes. We've accepted friendliness and gotten a number. I want us to be friends and become a person. That's great. So if you're at a fast food restaurant in Vegas, you're 362, you can say, give me that ticket for a minute. Take your pen and put on David. Okay. <laughs> when you call, don't call the number, call David. And you're right. helping them to, so that initiative, you're helping. And them. I think that the numbers they give you to, and put on your table, mm -hmm. so they can bring out the food, they should be writing your name on that. Not a All number. Right. Always keep a little piece of paper in your pocket. <laughs> Write your name on there and fold that over your number and yeah. make sure you connect on the other side and you're helping them to be more friends with yeah. you. Because you, <laughs> you, know, you can walk into a restaurant. There, I have a restaurant I enjoy. 
I can be there 15 times and they still don't know my name. They still don't recognize that I've been there before because I may be dealing with four or five different cashiers. Huh. I say, have the same cashier. Teach them how to remember names. Sure. She'll become famous because they wow, you know everybody's name. <laughs> and I feel like a real person. What results is I come back more often. Mm. I talk mm. about your restaurant more. Mm -hmm. I bring in my friends more into your sure. restaurant because I'm a person in your restaurant. We, we, you've been the leader, the model here of how to connect with people, but you remind me that we can also take an active role and when we don't come across someone like you, they come we come, come across someone that they introduce their name and they don't expect us to share our name. You go to a restaurant, hi, I'm Becky, I'll be your server today. Yes. You say, Becky, I'm David. Nice to meet you. So that we can also connect there. So they feel like yes. they're not just, just not just work, and we become more of a more than a customer. We become right. a little bit closer, so that we can help to network and connect with each other that way. Yes. So that is a two-way street, and we can all learn a little bit more how to connect together and take the initiative and help them to remember remember our name, and maybe some some little positive thing we can say to make them feel like hey. This is fun. This is when I, I like serving people, and I'm working with an individual here who cares, who notices. So that might be a little game we can play, just simply to make it more fun to engage with people, so that we can know that they're working with an individual who yes. cares about them, and practice a mutual name remembrance mm -hmm. and a little bit more about each other. Mm -hmm. Name equals friend equals influence which means a little more healthy relationship, a little more warmth, right. a little more friendly community. Yes, yes. Great, any last tips? You've drained me dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's been a good well to, uh, to plumb and to draw from. You've done a very good thing. Thank you for sharing the tips. Thank you for continuing to model that, Thank for continuing your track record. You had your record, you're not done with this process. You're still continuing to engage with people, and you're helping to make our little corner of the world a little warmer. So thank you. Thank you, sir, for that. I'll thank shake you. your hand, make that eye contact. And, oh, yeah, okay, we're connected. <laughs> Great, thank you, Dave. I guess that wraps it up. Thank you very much for joining us for Clark County today.